Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Whether you are young or old, you could be at risk of contracting a sexually transmitted infection, STI, with each new intimate relationship. Recent national health research shows 16% of Australians will have an STI in their lifetime. Seeking medical help can be difficult for people who come from communities where sex isn't openly discussed. So how do you avoid getting an STI? Amy Chen Yu Wong reports. The most common type of STI in Australia is chlamydia, which mostly affects young people. Medical Director of Family Planning New South Wales, Dr Deborah Bateson, explains. So most chlamydia is, is what we call simple chlamydia. It's easily treated as single dose of antibiotics. It never develops into what we call pelvic inflammatory disease. But if some a woman does develop pelvic inflammatory disease, so that's quite a serious condition and it's not treated, then it could go on to form infertility. It could go on to develop chronic pain. Three quarters of chlamydia cases remain undiagnosed as often people show no symptoms. Dr Bateson says there are signs to look out for. Women sometimes, for instance, can get bleeding in between their periods or in particular bleeding after intercourse. They could have a vaginal discharge or they could have pelvic pain. Men, if they did have symptoms, mostly they don't, they could get pain on urination, for instance, or again, pain, you know, pain around the testes, uh, so other types of pain as well. Again, a, a discharge, of course, from the end of the penis. So that can be uh, one of the symptoms of chlamydia and other STIs like gonorrhea. Adele Murdolo runs the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health, led by and for women from immigrant and refugee backgrounds. She says international students are at a higher risk of contracting STIs. So they're coming to Australia at the same time as, um, you know, perhaps they're meeting new people and wanting to have um, sexual relationships with them. However, if they haven't had access to uh, sex, sex education in their country of origin and we found that that is the case for large groups of um, people who are coming as students, um, then they can go into sexual relationships without the information they need to protect themselves. Alison Coelho heads the Centre for Culture, Ethnicity and Health in Victoria. She says cultural pressures can sometimes cause sexual health problems in younger people of multicultural backgrounds. There's issues around virginity. So, for instance, if there's cultural pressure to be a virgin when you get married, um, often young people will have anal sex um, to protect their virginity. This also puts a lot more um, physical stress and, and much more risk of contracting STI. The Kirby Institute's annual surveillance report shows that just over 25,000 people were living with HIV in Australia at the end of 2015. 68% of all diagnoses made that year were among gay and bisexual men. However, Alison Coelho says a perception that Australia has a world-class health system may mean young, same-sex attracted men are less vigilant about HIV prevention. We know that uh, young men who are trying to break into the mainstream gay scene, you know, if they have decided to come out, 
um, are particularly vulnerable to racism um, and exposure to, you know, things like um, HIV um, because they are, um, you know, told that, you know, those things don't exist. People can be infected with HIV without showing any symptoms for 10 years or more. Whilst recorded cases of AIDS have declined rapidly since the introduction of effective antiretroviral therapies in 1994, Dr Bateson says people should still protect themselves during intercourse. Some people will get a, a sort of flu-type illness, but many people won't know they've contracted the virus. STIs also affect older Australians. The last Australian study of health and relationships shows people in their 60s are having regular sex. Chlamydia cases in this group has risen by 190% in the last decade, according to the National Notifiable Diseases Surveillance System. Alison Coelho says STI cases are rising in aged care facilities. We do know that when partners split up, say the kids have grown up and they split up, that is absolutely a risk time for older, middle-aged people. We're also seeing STIs in aged care facilities as well. Um, I think, again, the assumption that people don't have sex and they're not providing them with the right information and, you know, technology to, to protect themselves like condoms is a really big disadvantage. Hepatitis B is another disease which affects people born overseas. It's commonly infected via unprotected sex or intravenous drug injection. Alison Coelho encourages people from post-war communities to get tested for hepatitis B or get vaccinated. In Australia, when adults contract it, usually men who have sex with men. Um, however, with our, our communities that we work with, um, they've contracted it usually through vertical transmission, which is from the mother to child at the time of birth. Adele Murdolo from the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health says language barriers can prevent people from seeking medical help. Sometimes there isn't always the um, possibility of um, getting an interpreter who is, um, you know, both if it's a small community in particular who speaks the language adequately um, and who is also a woman. So that is particularly an issue in rural areas or in um, areas of Australia that are much smaller. Dr Bateson suggests booking an interpreter in advance if possible. When you do ring up to make an appointment, whether that's with your GP or whether it's with a specialised service such as a sexual health clinic or a family planning clinic, you need to let the reception staff know that you need an interpreter, that you will need a longer consultation. That's very important. She recommends annual screenings for anyone who is sexually active or has recently had unprotected sex with a new partner. If you have a regular GP, you can see them for STI screening. We know that sometimes people prefer to separate that bit of their lives sometimes uh, because they feel it is quite sensitive and they'd rather go somewhere a bit anonymous, such as a family planning clinic, such as you know, a sexual health clinic. If you had any, you know, any concerns around discharge or pain at the genitals, pain in the pelvis, we'd get you to come along. She says it's important to remember that sometimes STIs don't show any symptoms. So people can have chlamydia, for instance, without even knowing it themselves. And that's how STI spread in the community. So that's why we obviously talk about the importance of condoms, because you can't tell by looking at someone whether they could have an STI. If you think you may have a sexually transmitted infection, visit your GP, local family planning clinic or sexual health centre. 
For more information, visit the Health Direct website. Telephone and on-site translation services can be accessed via the Australian Government's Translation and Interpreting Service. The 24-7 immediate interpreting hotline is 131 450. The clinic you visit can book an on-site interpreter to attend an appointment with you if needed. Feature prepared by Amy Chen Yu Wong and for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au/radio.